Hi, I'm Bloodied Porcelain, and I will be playing Nienna, the Elven Sorceress. Hi, I'm Overthinker. I will be playing Irleth, the Elven Assassin turned Bouncer. Hi, I'm Legacy, and I'll be playing Brynhildr, the Witcher. Hi, I'm Stabbykins, and I'll be playing Sigrun, the Dwarven Merchant. Hello, I'm Grizz. I'll be playing Phoenix, the Silversmith. Somewhere around here is our Game Master. Yes, I'm right here, in fact. Uh, I'm Solomon. I will be your Game Master for this evening. The Witcher and the Sorceress had gotten together uh, with a number of their contacts in the city. They had begun to investigate uh, a one of the more recent kidnappings, found not the child that was missing, but traces of magic and a corpse of a Doppler hidden within the uh, depths of the river. The... Doppler's corpse was taken to be autopsied, and when they went back to the body bar guests, uh, the Witcher and their bouncer associate found that their previous contact, who told them about the more recent kidnapping, was herself slain, and her own child missing. We are going to begin with the group that had taken the Doppler body off to be autopsied with Nienna. Yes. You, as the retained sorceress, know of a doctor by the name of Keja, who is always on, ret on retainer, always ready to be called in by Lord Einar. So you know that if there is anyone that you could trust, it would be Dr. Kesha. Hmm. She is an elf, much as you are, though even though she lives in a more human city, she also is a bit more reluctant to assist in human, uh, in human matters. But as you being another elf, you've managed to at least strike a decent professional relationship with him. I guess I will lead the way there and knock on the door. The door opens after a few moments and there stands a uh, tall, fairly well-built uh, uh, elven woman. Her skin is has been tanned by the sun from a lot a lot of work out out of doors, despite the fact that she is a doctor, and she is looking at you rather sternly. It's like, do you know what hour it is in the end? I do. Unfortunately, some things can't wait, including the dead. She will kind of turn and gesture to Phoenix for him to to bring the body in. Yeah, uh, Phoenix just, like, pats the body on his shoulder. Mind if I drop this off? It's, um, not the most pleasant-smelling object I've carried around in recent memory, so... Oh, good lord, fine. And she will, uh, open, open the door the rest of the way. Just put the body on the slab there. You got it, Doc. <laughs> 
Yeah, he'll walk in and place it down gently. So who and exactly then... have you killed now, Nyana? I haven't killed anyone. We found the body while working on an investigation for his lordship. She but it will... appears to be a Doppler someone went to great pains to hide in the river. She will look rather, like, curiously and confusedly. And she will move to, like, unwrap the body and just, like, put her hand to her mouth. Good lord. I've never seen a Doppler. It's natural. This is... And she will uh, pull out a small satchel and unroll it, and there are various tools of autopsy and the like. If you wish to assist, you may, but this may take a short while. Is there anything I should be specifically looking for? Well, we're reasonably certain we know how it died. Um, any traces of any sort of magical use on it would be helpful, though. If you find any odd markings, um, signs of potions, that sort of thing. But um, I don't think I will be of any use to you in terms of examining the body beyond what we've already done. Very well. I will take a moment to search what I can normally, and then I'll move on to more thorough procedures. Thank you. Um, if at all possible, I'd like to keep this as um, quiet as possible. We do not want to panic. I know the deal. Lord Einar's work is meant only for Lord Einar. Indeed. Thank you. Of course. And, and she uh, will uh, just gesture to a uh, small little waiting room she has off to the side for any for uh, those who are waiting for uh, word of such things. Um, I'll lead. Uh, I'll look at Phoenix. Do you want to stay, or do you think we should meet with the others? I mean, they're just going back for a pint. What's the worst that could happen? I'll wait here. Very well. We will wait. You got it. We'll do a roll for Kesha. It takes roughly ten minutes before or she out. Nana, you will want. I will get up and go see what she wants. Same. So you move back in, and you see that she has basically uh, cut the clothing away from this body to to check over the form as a whole, and she. It seems normal, pale, no real markings 
that can be seen until she takes a second to turn it and in a different view in a different angle from the light from the candlelight that she has you can see that there is a shimmer and you can see that as she turns it a specific way there are suddenly large in like intense markings almost as if the entire body is tattooed in a way Oh, I have not seen markings of this nature before. Uh Not in my natural works, at least. I've heard of practices where others will actually inscribe sigils on on themselves or each other, either through tattoos or scarification. Could impart some kind of magic whether it be real well bullshit i could not say Um, can i get closer and kind of examine the markings to see if i recognize them uh give me an intelligence and education roll okay huh 28. It's a 10 on the dice. Oh, wait, that explodes, doesn't it? Uh, the dice roll explodes it automatically. Yeah, 28. So with a a 28, you know that this uh, practice is usually done uh, largely in Skellige, more with where it's more like uh, Celtic or uh, for a real world, real world uh, versions, Celtic or Nordic uh, inscriptions like tattoos. But the way that these markings are done, the patterns they take, are old. They are... It's almost like someone made calligraphy of elder speech. Elven. Hmm. Um, can I read it? I have have ranks in elder speech. Yes, It is not. It's not what? Not a matter of. Oh, goodness. I believe Saul might be having sound problems again. End up becoming clinical. It's almost the body and possibly even the same. Yeah, I didn't get most of that. I got clinical body and soul of this being because your audio went all wonky. Apologies. The it is clinical. It's almost like a contract. It's the magic has itself has been pushed into the body and soul of this being. And it is something that would apparently give it some manner of ability, but all of that has been like crossed out and all that's left is the uh, punishment for broken. And that being swift and decisive termination. Hmm. What you got, Indiana? 
Um, she'll kind of glance between the two of them. It's a contract. In Elder Speech, um, apparently they were gifted some sort of ability, some sort of power, um, but it looks like they may have broken the contract because all of that is crossed out. And all that's left is punishment. I mean, this thing was chained to the bottom of a river, well away from my view of most people. Yes, but I that seems more likely to just be how they were attempting to dispose of the body more Let's than both. the punishment. This is strange. Have I ever seen, like, a magical contract etched into somebody's body and soul like this? Never. You have heard, like, stories that have talked about magical deals being made between people, or, like, uh, like hags or other ancient uh, witches or other ancient magical beings, but you've never heard or seen it, like, for real. I'll just sort of shake my head a little bit and look at Phoenix. I've... I mean, I've heard stories, but I've never seen anything like this before. I mean... This is... Well, something that leeches through the body and into the soul. It's a bit beyond me, not gonna lie. However, makes it clear that there's definitely someone behind all of what's been happening. Think you could write it down? I can. Um, kind of go through my bag and pull out. I believe I have like writing stuff. Um, <laughs> went on something of a of a shopping spree when I made this character. Um, yeah, I have a writing kit, so I'll uh, I'll transcribe everything that I can into my journal. Maybe we could go back to the pub and figure out if anyone knows any good tattoo places around here that may, like, have an idea what this might have come from. I know it's deeply magical in nature, but someone might be able to point us in direction. If I'm given enough time to sit with it, I might also be able to figure out how this could have been done. This isn't something you would find in a typical tattoo shop. Um, Even if it weren't magical, the type of ink and the way that it's done, only showing up in very specific lighting. Kaja speaks up and says, well, this is all very well and good, but I don't exactly know what to do with a Doppler corpse now. Do a full autopsy as well, if you say you already know what, how what killed it, so I don't exactly know what exactly you want me to try to find otherwise? I'd roll it over and show her the mark um, from the blade at the back of the neck. That's what we think most likely killed it.
Saul, did your sound crash again? It did, because Discord is being rude. I'm sorry. It's all good. Uh, did your sound crash? But uh, anyway, <laughs> as you do the as you show her this mark she takes out uh some of her own parchment and uh ink and pen and says i will do what i can to learn more about this and i suppose i can send i can send the body to lord einar for the vatgarn to process i've heard that uh vatgarns can make use of bits and bobs from corpses of creatures they can, and um, that might be useful. Thank you. Of course. Is there anything else I might do for you this evening? No, I believe that's it. Very well. Actually, I have a then... question. Yes? Uh, what have you heard about the missing kids in town? The missing children. Huh. Human or not, not missing my, kids uh, is a big issue. Yes, I... I'm not so callous as to be hateful of all beings, including their children. Hmm. But I have not heard much. Many of my patients here are elves, as you can imagine. However, there was one, uh, an elven man who was in here hoping to get treatment for a cut he got. He said that he had gotten it while he was trying to ward off an attacker, one that he said knocked him out and took his son. Do you know where you can find him? Yes, he is uh, down in the Narrows. And you will know that the Narrows are a rather uh, rough part of Machina, where a lot of the what crime there is happens generally down in the Narrows, whether it be illicit gambling or uh, other sorts of back alley deals and uh, movement of illicit substances, smuggling, that kind of thing. Alright. I appreciate the info, Doc. Of course. Does this have something to do with the missing children? And she will just look back to the Doppler's corpse. Possibly. We believe so. I see. If there is anything else I can do, do feel free to let me know. I may not exactly appreciate the people in power and those around me, but children are important. They are what they are what will happen to, of our future. Mm. I would hate there to is, see that warped. There is one more thing. Do you have a spare yes. shirt? Ah. I do, though, uh, not exactly one in your size. I it will be that. snug. 
Nugget fine. Very well. Uh, a good evening to both of you. Thank you so much. Of course. I will um, turn to kind of usher Phoenix out of the office, and when we are out in the door, she'll be like, that was rude. Which part? Implying that she didn't care because the, most of the children were human. No, but I put enough fire under her to, you know, you'd think a little deeper that time, didn't it? I would never assume that. She's also a doctor. These are people that we have to work with, Phoenix. If you are rude to them, they will stop working with us. She didn't give me a shirt. She understood my intentions. But I, I take your point. A good amount of her goodwill towards you in those moments may have been because I was in the room. And Most she knows likely. how easily she could lose her contract. Most likely. But we have another lead. Yes. I'll insult a few people for the sake of the kids. But should we head back? We should go meet with the others before we go into the Narrows. I don't feel comfortable going there without um, appropriate backup. Agreed. This is a little snuck, isn't it? A bit, but it suits you. Ah, appreciate that. And he'll lead the way, yeah. All right. It's about another 10, 15 minute walk back to the body bar guest from where you are because you had to go from, you had to cross districts in order to get from one place to the other. And when you get back to the body bar guest, uh, I would actually like uh, Irileth to. Tell me what Irelith and Brynhilda and Stabby, uh, Irelith, Brynhilda and Sigrun to tell me what exactly has happened in the 10 to 15 minutes that passed since discovering the body. What did uh, Irelith do? Upon discovering the body, his response would have been a moment of frustration and then to Brynhilda. Nobody gets into this room. Close the door. Uh, mm -hmm. Goes outside, finds the first employee. Get the boss. Uh, folks, false alarm. Puts the sword away. Go back to your drinks. I would like a roll of empathy and charisma from Irileth to just sort of dissuade... Uh, everyone from worrying after that rather abrupt show. As a 17. Okay. Yeah, it's getting later in the evening. Most people are a little bit deeper into their cups. And uh, they are happy to go back to focusing on drinking and trying to find pleasant company for the evening. Excellent. Uh, yeah. All right. What was Sigrun up to during all of this? 
Ah, after... Uh, just to clarify, Sigrun saw the body too? If not, I immediately tell you when you get upstairs. She's dead. We're going to keep it quiet. There's I would a way think we can put silver in people's it. hands. Okay, excellent. Uh, Sigrun would have uh, found a... Probably one of the other rooms to uh, quietly stress vomit in. Uh, after which she probably got changed into her uh, uh, regular merchant outfit, just like a plain, uh, fairly poofy linen dress, uh, green corset, brown apron over that, cleaned herself up as best she can, as well as the mess that she ended up making, and just took a bit of time to compose herself, because, wow, it has been a while since she's seen anything like that uh after which she would rejoin uh with the others just trying to keep her what's about her Yeah, Bernhilder's going to act like a brick wall between uh, the general public and that door. Arms crossed, so like swords at her back. Anybody who tries to even walk towards the door, she just gently pushes uh, away from the uh, even like away from like the 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 small area like around the door just kind of like moving them along <laughs> okay so you are able to very easily get people to stay away from the door because uh well one you're quite large two you're quite strong and three uh you're the lord's vatgarn people know not to mess with you And, and after a bit of time, uh, is there anything else others are doing aside from keeping people away from the door and keeping people busy? I need to talk to the boss. Of course. Uh, the worker you sent immediately goes and gets the proprietor, and they come back and get you and say, you. she w is willing to see you. She's, the door is open for you. I give Brunhilde the nod of keep up the good work and uh, mm. like speed walk to the back room. You get back to the head office. The back room is the largest of all of the various rooms. And it is opulent. There are all kinds of odd baubles and trinkets from uh, the furthest reaches of the continent from Tucson to places outside of the continent even. There is a large statue made from an odd green stone that seems to be in the sh almost in the shape of a dragon, but a dragon that is more serpentine. And behind the desk sits a woman in her mid-50s, perhaps even early 60s, but she is someone who, either through money or personal work, has been working to make sure that she does. She looks about 
very cool. Heifer. Uh, you know that this is a woman who, for her workers and her patrons, she is known as, uh, as Mother K. Though others who work with her in business call her Madam Karina. Cool. She looks up at you uh, after writing and says, Can I, what can I do to help you to this evening, Irelith? You put on uh, quite a sight from what I've to I'm told. Unfortunately, it was warranted. That's not what you told the patrons. Good. Well, I assumed you wanted business to continue. Yeah. That's correct. Now... Uh, Irelith takes a seat across the desk from her. Now, what exactly has you so worked up this evening? Uh, the Lord's Witcher and Mage acquaintances came down. They're looking into some kidnappings. We put together that Mina suspected she'd had a client who'd had someone stolen. And while I was out looking into that, a Doppler came in here wearing my face, stole a child, and slit Mina's throat in her bed. So I got none of Madame K's response. Uh, her response was uh, she doesn't show anything in her face. She just puts the pen down and crosses her hands and says, so what exactly are you going to do about this, Yorilef? Well, putting an arrow through the head of the fellow that did it is a solid start. But I want to make sure people know that I did. Also planning to cover up the murder for tonight and uh, keep it low key tomorrow. Some people are going to know, but it's not going to be a big deal. Very well. Finding the kid is a priority. And honestly, the fact that the Witcher and the, the Sorceress are already on this, I feel like our odds of putting this guy down are good. My money would be on you, yes. Though, don't let that get to your head. Overconfidence is a rather insidious murderer. As a professional insidious murderer, I'll take that. Very good. All right. Uh, we can keep her room boarded up right now, but we did smash the door so it won't lock. Runhilda's going to need to move around tonight, so I can't have her garden it all day. I'll have one of the boys go and make sure that she's not disturbed. All right. We'll also need to poke around for clues a little bit. And, uh... I mean, if I'm going after this guy, I'm not going to be able to watch the floor, so... The boys I brought in are okay, but we may need to... I'll shop around tomorrow for some better stand-ins. They'll do for now. And as for ev everything else, I shall handle it. Good. Oh, one other suggestion. We should get silver yes. cups. 
cups with a silver handle would uh, pull a Doppler out of his... Uh... Well, I understand it's not good for them. It's like unhealthy or something. There is a reason that the Vatgarn carry silver blades, yes. I will see what I can do. I have a number of contacts who can supply such things. We'll see if we can get that done quickly. All right. Stands back up. Then I've got some murder to do. Good luck. Oh. Every time I see you from now on, I'm going to give you a half bow and say, Miss K. If I come into your presence and I don't do that, get a knife. Oh, I have just the thing for Dopplers, dear. All right. You're dismissed. I head back to the floor. And it is about this time when uh, Phoenix and Nienna make their way into the body bar guest. Over here. You two. Hey. There's no need to shout to your left. We can hear you. It's a bar. It's loud. Your voice carries. It does. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, let's go upstairs and talk. Nienna will look concerned for a split second, and then her face will kind of smooth out again, and she'll nod and head for the door. Head for the stairs. Concern would be reasonable since Irileth is now wearing his sword. Do you head up to the uh, same room that where Brunhilde is, or do you head elsewhere? If we can still talk in the pine room, that would be great. It is uh, open to you still, yes. Cool. In here. And uh, Brunhilde, one of the uh, men that Irelith got to co come and cover for him, says... Mother Kay said that I'm to watch over the room for you for now. So you can speak to your associates. One nod and just leans in. Not go in to that room. I will know I, if you go in to that room. My instructions were clear. I have no uh, inclination to anger Mother Kay. She stares at him for, like, maybe one moment too long going without blinking and then gives him one nod and then walks off to go join the others into the room. Uh, at that point, uh, Sigrun will slip out uh, with a bit of a stumble, uh, a little bit more paler than she was before. Uh, her hair is tied up with a green band. Uh, and she is going to follow along hurriedly. Hey, Sig, you doing okay? I'm trying to. Uh, hmm. You look a little peaky. Do you eat something? Something weird? The canal water, maybe? 
I don't know if you know this, but most bartenders are not used to seeing dead bodies like that. Oh, mm. it was the body. Yes, the body. Oh, huh. All right, well, come in. All right. And uh, we all gather. I'll bring uh, the others up to speed. Well, as it turns out, the Dupplers aren't doing this of their own accord, I don't believe. Anyway, the one that we took in had a contract of sorts, magical in nature, etched into its very skin. Huh. Would appear that it did something to break the contract, and was punished for it. Well, it had to sign a contract, right? Like, sure. I'm not a business guy, but a contract's an agreement. In theory, agreements can be made under duress. And was there any inkling as to what this, um, the contract? Not entirely. Yeah. No, um, just that it, the Doppler would be gifted with certain abilities, certain power in exchange for their services. But they clearly, they broke the contract because most of that was crossed out, leaving only the part that made it clear that they'd be punished if they broke the contract. And then stabbed in the base of the skull, chained to the bottom of a river. Still where this murder goes. So, chances are then, whoever's doing this has a number of these Dopplers on contract then. Yeah. Enough that they can get rid of one and send one in to impersonate me. And I'm guessing that we don't exactly know how many Dopplers are living in the city. Mm. Actually, we have a pretty good idea. Renilda, mm. how many Dopplers do you think are actually running around? That's like a general rule. Uh, yes. Uh, GM. <laughs> Renilda, please give me a roll of uh, Witcher training. Yes, sir. I got a 19. With a 19, you know, just from your own personal experience and records of like how Dopplers work and how uh, big cities tend to attract them because there's more people to impersonate or no one's going to look over like one random schmuck walking down, the, walking down the street because Dopplers, even in the normal forms, tend to look human or like dwarf-ish. But but from your own personal experience, you know that in a big city like this, mm -hmm. there could be maybe a dozen or so Dopplers at any given time. Usually a little bit less because there have been a number of incidents where Dopplers got uh, assaulted by church by uh, like church inquisitors 
Less so nowadays, but they still sort of remember. And you actually know of at least one Doppler that lives in the city that is friendly to you. Mm-hmm. His name is Koro. They, te- they tend to have shorter, uh, easier to under- easier to work with names. Well, I know that there might be at least anywhere from maybe 10 to 12. I do know of one in particular. I could go and speak with them. Their name is Koro. They might have a bit of a better understanding of how many Dopplers are actually within the city. Well, if they have any community here in the city, um, they might even be able to give us some clue as to what's going on. Actually, sorry, go ahead. The problem is, is that just because there are Dopplers within the city doesn't necessarily give them any ties with one another. Um, They tend to, well, you know, impersonate other people. That's kind of why they're called Dopp- Dopplers. Um, I, you know, the, the rough hangout spot of my, of my buddy. Um, I can see if, if they're hanging around there or not, ask a couple of questions, see if they might know anything of, uh, maybe anybody who's stuck in a pack where do they live right now? Because it might tie into something else we learned. Where's Coral live? Uh... <laughs> uh, he lives where he can find a lot of work uh, acting as a spy or someone who, or as a saboteur for some of the larger uh, criminal enterprises. He lives down in the Narrows. In the where? The Narrows. The Narrows. Lives down in the Narrows. Well, that's convenient. Because Mm. we learned from the Doc that some man had his son kidnapped and he lives down in the Narrows and he was... He has a rough identification of his attacker. Well, shall we play the two birds, one stone game? Well, before we get too busy with any of those leads... I'd honestly like Render to take a smell of the uh, the room that we had left relatively untouched. See if he can pick up anything off of the son's belongings. Agreed. In fact, I point to Brynhilde as well. You should get in there. You should get in there with the with Render. And uh, yeah, let's check this place out. All right, uh, Brunhilde, please give me a roll of uh, awareness or, uh, yeah. Yes, sir. I'm also going to look it over just because I knew Mina. Uh, let's go with the same Ooh, roll then. Uh, 25. Nice. Very nice. Uh, 18. Okay. With the 18, 
you are looking around and you're not seeing anything too much out of the ordinary, but there is something that you notice specifically. The blade she had on her is nowhere to be found. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. As for Brunhilde, you notice that your amulet uh, vibrates the strongest by the window. As if, like, that's where the largest part of the magical energy came from, or, like, uh, was, or formed at. Hmm. You also, uh, notice that there is, while most of the blood, of course, is on her and on the bed because of where she was cut, there's also a spray of blood against the wall that doesn't seem to coincide with where she ended up getting hurt. So it's very likely that that she... blood does not belong to her. It could belong to the Doppler. Whoever was in this room wasn't expecting her to talk. That's not her blood. And there's a lot of magic coming from this window right here. They also took her knife. Probably because it has their blood. Let's see what Renda can pick up on. Go sniff around, boy. Brunhilde. Mm-hmm. This is a lot, right? Like... I mean, anybody, really. Think, think about it. The Doppler. An assassin. And also, he didn't walk out of here with the kid. And he didn't throw the kid out the window. Unless he had people waiting outside. Honestly, a team makes more sense anyway, but... Right. This is a lot for one kid. Mm-hmm. Well, think about what we just learned with the other one. Now in the doctor's hands. Contract on the back giving an extra abilities. Jumping out the window from a second story wouldn't be that much, would it? Um... I'm thinking that but the there Doppler might be... left you the front. And I'm thinking that there might be more than one Doppler involved in this. But if you could get in through the window, why wear my face to walk in? Are they making it personal for fun? Maybe to throw people off. Red herring. Maybe, but that's not what professionals do. Nobody said that these people were professionals. Yeah, no, it's weird. Let's get out of here. Uh, Render? Mm. Yeah. Render uh, sniffs around. With uh, two exploding dice. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Render sniffs around, sniffs at the toys, and gets a bit of a scent, but sniffs at the blood and barks at it, and then immediately looks to uh, Sigrun like, ready to go. Alright, um... Is the blood still, like, relatively wet, out of curiosity? 
Yes, it is not to the point where it's long enough that it's fully dried. It is still fairly wet and uh, uh, sticky. She's going to go ahead and take out like just like a basic linen handkerchief, and she's going to smear some of the blood onto it just in case. And she'll stow that away for now. All right, boy, go look. And he is going to go ahead and begin sniffing along and leading you all uh, as he works his nose to scent down the stairs of the body barkas and out. Uh, as we take off, I'm going to grab my, like, armored jacket, basically. Fair enough. You grab your armored jacket. And everyone who wants to grab any other gear that they might have here are, are freely able to. And you all head out, and you can tell just from the way that the, that render is going, you are already heading down to the Narrows. All right. The traveling to the Narrows is like watching the city decay in front of your eyes. You, as you go from district to district, area to area, you can see the buildings look more and more and more ramshackle and more and more dilapidated. You get down to the Narrows and you can see that for the most part the buildings are in very much disrepair to the point where it almost looks more like people are prefer living in shacks that they were built up themselves than to live in the uh, larger buildings that almost act more as uh, tenements for those who can't uh, afford their own materials. This place reeks of decay and just the, the sorrows and mess of trying to have a city and not everyone has the money to live well within it. There are a number of people eyeing you, especially eyeing uh, Nienna and Sigrun and Irileth, but then those people also see Brynhilda and look away. Hmm. I just, uh, Sig, Venix. Yeah. You guys, uh, this is gonna get sketchy. Are you guys sure you wanna be here? Well, I came all the way out here this far, and besides, I don't think Render is gonna be listening to anybody else. How about you, Smith? I'm doing it for the kids. Don't worry about me. Besides, I think I make all these weapons and don't know how to swing one. Toothy grin. I... All right. You follow Rinder along, and he leads you along at a... Uh, had an a odd swerving pattern almost as if like the trail 
leads in a very odd way, like even to the point where he like circles a few times around a uh, rather de uh, decrepit looking tree and a bunch of kids are uh, trying to get closer to him and be like, puppy, despite the fact he's quite large. <laughs> and but Rinder is on the case, able to avoid being distracted by uh, children and leads you over to a shack. Uh, one that is currently uh, having the door uh, beaten in, just not like actually kicked in, but like there's a, a large uh, fist wrapping at it as a large human uh, man says, Oi, I know you're in there. Jessup, come here. <laughs> I mean, I can take it, but who wants to? I don't suppose any of I... you recognize this person. Uh, does the voice sound familiar at all? No, it's it's just someone from the Narrows to you. Oh, um. You dare approach me? All right. Um, uh, Bryn Brynhild is gonna, gonna step up in front of the rest of the group. Uh, they're they're waiting on the door that we're at. Yeah, That's I know. Fresh. She's gonna step in front of the group and very gently open the door and just kind of, like, poke an eye out. What? Yeah, we're all on the same side of the door. Yeah, right. you're all we're outside asking. of the building at the moment. Oh, oh sorry. Um, <laughs> got a little confused. Um, I'll shout at the man. Uh, okay. Just get his attention. He just stops his banging on the door and turns around to look at all of you. Well, what the... And then he looks at Brynhilda and sees the two swords on her back. Oh, uh... The, the vacuum. Oh. Mm -hmm. Uh, it, you, uh, you looking for a dress up too? Sorry, love, but uh, we've got a bit of business here. If you wouldn't mind scampering off for a bit, you know, uh, yeah, who's Jessup? Uh, he's the one that lives here. Right, shifty fellow, but good on his word usually but well mm. he said he was supposed to meet me to pay off uh, some well enhancers for a party mm. and he fucked off he didn't even really show up so I'm just coming to get what, what's due to me right what's his scam uh generally supplying things that get that enhance parties be it alcohol or uh well oh, what, like a smuggler <laughs> thief your dog is Smuggled very up. loud all right well hey we're gonna have words with mr jessup you should do what my friend said and uh 
What was it you said? Scamper oh. off, I believe. Yeah, scamper off. Right. He is, uh, he just like, gives a bow and another shaky look at Renova. And, uh... Anyway. And the, uh, building is now open to all of you. Uh, how many entry points are there on the shack? Uh, there is a window that has, uh, what looks to be like closed wooden shutters. And like almost like small doors as opposed to like anything like intense or like anything uh, opulent and a what looks to be one wooden door that looks fairly flimsy. Okay, so just those two areas that you can see at the moment. All right, uh, Sigrun will look to the rest of the group. You uh, want me and my boy here to wait outside and see if anybody tries to jump out? Yeah. Oh, yeah, good thought. Do. Let's try not to, uh, I don't know. Let's fucking go. And I'll head in. The door itself is locked at the moment, though, again, the door is rather flimsy. So if anyone wants to just bust the door down, then I could take a physique roll or uh, perhaps if anyone wants to cast a spell. Um, any spells I could cast at this thing would just send the whole structure up in flames, so no. I cast fist. Before we do anything, before we do anything, um, since since you know the Doppler, Brunhilde, do you want to just use your voice instead? Mm. Uh, this is Wait, not this the is shack of Koro, uh, this is the shack of the Doppler that uh, Sigrun and Rinder were following. The one that attacked yeah. Mina. Okay, then that maybe was just ending. Yeah, pop off. <laughs> yeah, all right. I cast fist to door. Okay, give me a uh, physique roll. Okay. Twenty-one. Uh, that door is now kindling. You just immediately crash your way through it without too much of an issue. And as you do this, you look over and you can see that there is uh, a couple candle lights that are still uh, uh, on, uh, lit. And you can see that there is a form of what looks to be a human uh, mid-20s, uh, dark, dark, short brown hair looking up at you. And he sees the two, two swords then says uh, he dives for a trap door uh, at the end uh, got it um, I'm gonna start running after him if he's trying to get away there's some form of guilt no matter what 
Uh oh. So I would like a roll of dexterity athletics from you, Brynhild. Okay. He manages to get the door open and try to dive on in and you just like grab him by the collar of his shirt and rip him back up out of what of the hole he was trying to dive into. I and you are you are strong enough that you're able to hold him up and look at him. Oh, yeah, no, she's she's literally she's going to do that thing where she's like grabbing him kind of by the base of the neck and lifting him up a little bit over her. So he's forced to look down at her. I don't think so. Now you are going Uh, to answer our questions or this will be a very unpleasant experience for you. Do I make myself clear? Crystal. And then she's going to slam him down into a chair. (laughs) The chair like cracks and he's like, careful, I don't have all all kinds of money to. And then he just looks at you again. Sorry, man. No answer their questions and we won't have any problems. And then she gestures for the for the others to come in. Nina will step in, but it's very um she steps very carefully. Like she's almost worried she's going to step in something gross. Will duck real low to enter this thing. God. Yeah, Phoenix, you have to kind of like stay hunched over a little bit. Not a ton, but just enough to be annoying. Yeah. Was he trying to get down in there? Sorry. Yeah, no, go ahead. I just wanted to check. This is where like Render isn't moving through this space going somewhere else. Oh. No, he he is like waddling on it and then barking at the uh, individual in the chair now. All right. Uh, Phoenix will point to the trap door, which is probably wide open at this point, and be like, trying to get it down in there. Well, that was the plan when I saw the fucking Vatgarn bust Not down my door. you, boy. And he'll uh, walk over and stick his head down in there. Uh, looking down in there, you see that there looks to be a sort of tunnel that could lead elsewhere. Damn. All right, well, let's check the Doppler for wounds. See if it's our guy for sure. Yeah, you. Strip. 
Just the shirt should be fine. He hesitates and then sighs and pulls his shirt up over him. And you can see that there is a rather long cut, like from uh, the left side, the left shoulder down, like to where his heart is, like it just cut over his heart. And if it had gotten deeper, it might have nicked something important. She got pretty good, didn't she? Uh, the the wound does look new and it does look like it has the sort of like burning and like scarring that silver does to monsters. Uh, does his skin have the same kind of tattoo and or scarification that the other Doppler did? Uh, in this light, you can't tell yet. Um, she got yeah, you pretty good. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Nana's gonna walk over to. I'm guessing he has a he has candles or at least a candle in here somewhere. He has a couple um, of candles set around the place. She's gonna take those and move them to try and recreate the the proper lighting based on what we had at the doctor's. Um, and then move in and, and very carefully start uh, examining his skin. As you are doing this, you can see that he is like wriggling and just like looking very uh, unsure and very afraid of what is going, what is awaiting him. But you are able to get the light to just the right angle that you can see that there is the beginnings of the contract. You can't he's still moving to the point where you can't see all of it, but you can tell that it's you can tell that it is, in fact, there. But as as opposed to being on the back, it is on the chest. Hmm. Who did this? Who did you make your agreement with? A mage. Yes, I'm going to need more specifics than that. And before you try to be cagey, understand that I can take it from your mind, but it won't be pleasant for you or anyone else. And also, you should relax a little bit. We're just after the kid. Look, I'm going to be honest with you too, ma'am. If you try to take it from my mind, it's not going to be pleasant for you either. Uh, in the middle of this, uh, Sigrun will kind of flip down the trap door and have a render sit on top of it. Just to be on the safe side. Fair enough. So, a mage. Yeah, a mage. What's he do with the kids? Not my pay grade. Tell me the last guy do. The mage is someone who I really, really, really didn't want to piss off and still don't. There. And he looks like he is in physical agony as he tries to form the word. No, 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 no. Stop. The last guy. What did he do? He just like smirks a little bit and then, but his eyes look like horrified. Grew a conscience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll get you. 
tried to go back on what he was supposed to do, and they didn't like that. I expect his death was pretty horrible. Yeah. They made sure that we saw it. Mm. How many is we? Less than ten. More than four. What do you do with the children after you take them? Pass them along. Where? Wherever the agreed upon place was. It's different for each one. What about tonight? Outside the window. Just straight in, huh? It wasn't nothing personal. You were just easier to get to her that way. Mm. The, the silver knife. You take it? They don't want you finding it, and he just like, re he just like points over to a uh, small little drawer. You got me damn good. Mm. Uh, I'll step away from him and whisper to Indiana to just finish up here. The, the mage. Do you know if they're from around here, from this city? They're not Nilfgaardian. Are they human? He just stares at you like his eyes pleadingly like, don't tr make me try to answer that. That's enough questions about the mage, everybody. Unless we want him to drop dead or something. Where do you usually get the information from about targets? Is it a Dropbox? Something like the same? We have a system. Dropbox is, Dropbox is usually sometimes direct messages from one to another. Done here? Well, if you're meant, uh, yeah, we just uncovered an entire conspiracy spanning the city and possibly dozens of more kids than we expected, especially for including the Narrows, so I'm not sure. Uh, Renilda, Anna, like, can he just like gestures to the Doppler? Who are we turning this individual into then? Who did I communicate with telepathically last session? Uh, you communicated with, I believe it was Jacob, the uh, noble bastard. Oh, right. I thought somebody in the party I had done telepathy with. Um, da -da -da. I would like to... You can. I would like to, and I would like to target Brynhildr, please. Uh -oh. Okie dokie. Um, so, uh, do I roll for that or does it just work because she's not, uh, you still need to roll to actually cast the spell to make sure there isn't like a magical miscast. Okay. 
spell casting. I hit the thing. Why? Why? Why is nothing happening? Oh, I have a focus. Does that matter? Uh, I believe it gives you a bonus. I will have to double check the rules for focus yeah, later. A, I have a level two focus. Um, so when you click, you have to click basic roll. There yeah, you go. Yeah, I did. It, I, it didn't open the first time I clicked it. Um, <laughs> um okay. Uh, so it's a twenty-one. Um, that will get the that will definitely cast the spell. Brynhildr will hear in her mind, if we want more information on the mage, I can get it. It might kill him, though. Hmm. Now, storyteller. Yeah. As, as a witcher, do I hold any moral or ethic code uh, based on my school to keep people alive, especially if I know that keeping one that that killing this one could possibly save many. That is a wonderful question. The answer is complex. Great, cool. And Why? Then the problem that he's still technically under contract right now, so he's yeah. still bound to follow the orders of whoever did this to him. I also think both of you know that Yeraleth is duty bound to murder this guy. To answer Brynhildr's question, for the most part, Witcher schools are all uh, are all in agreement that they should remain neutral when it comes to political things. Mm -hmm. The school of the cat is much more morally lax when it comes to taking contracts for ending human lives, because for the most part, Witchers are, are here, say, we're here to kill monsters. Mm -hmm. Witch, uh, Witchers of the cat are like, we're here to kill whoever they pay us to kill. Mm -hmm. Witchers of the Griffin School are as varied as are as varied as any from the bear or the snake or the wolf. They can choose for the most part. Some witchers will say we're here to protect the worlds of man and monsters to the point where they will try to keep like nonviolent or like decent uh, mystical uh, mystical creatures alive and try to aid them. Like, uh, the Butcher of Blaviken has been known to show mercy to a number of different monsters, be they troll, doppler, uh, werewolf, godling, whatever. But it isn't, but as for if you ascribe to that, that is entirely up to you. Great. Um, Brynhildr will look at the guy and like, again, she, she goes unblinking for maybe just like, a, like a second or two too long where it can kind of just get a little uncomfortable before looking to Nienna and just giving one solemn nod. Um, but she is going to turn away, like turn around and walk out the building so she can have plausible deniability. So just to clarify out of character, neither of you are answering this question. What question? What question? The Phoenix asking the both of you, who are you turning him into? Uh, like, what authority are you turning the Doppler into for this uh, circumstance? Oh, Not I, moment, no. <laughs> okay, cool. Like, okay, so the only thing he got was a nod to you and Brynhilda leaving. Perfect. That's what I wanted. That's all I wanted to know. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but like, I'm sure that Phoenix has known Brynhildr enough to know that like something. Yeah. Uh, if she's leaving, it's because she wants to keep her neutrality. Uh, yeah. So something bad's probably gonna happen. Yeah, no, that's that's why I was <laughs> clarifying all of this. So it's like he sees that he's like, like the deepest sigh of the night, and he just walks off the building. <laughs> Earless retrieves the silver dagger, like leans on the wall, and just like waits for you guys to finish whatever you're doing. This could take time. It might be easier to transport him somewhere yeah. a little bit more private. And where I will have time to work unimpeded. You really think you can get something? I think based on the warning that he gave me, I'm going to need to take measures to protect myself from whatever backlash might come from it. But yes, I think I can get something. All right. Do we want to investigate this trap door at all before we leave? No stone unturned and all? Might be beneficial. Alright, I'll go have a look with Render. Come, boy! And uh, she'll throw open the uh, the door and take one of the candles with her. Alright. You are able to get down into the uh, tunnel with Render. It's fairly simple for you to be able to get down there. The candlelight uh, is enough to see that this place is a rather long tunnel that leads elsewhere. As you are following along with it, you see that there are a few offshoots to uh, ladders and even like one leading to a staircase that is made of stone. In total, there are uh, three offshoots for ladders and one, and just the one uh, offshoot to lead leads up to a stone, uh, uh, like a stone slab that would have to be pushed out of the way. Uh, she's going to go ahead and take her journal and a piece of charcoal and kind of map out the general routes that she's seeing. Um, given how they're structured, do they look like they're popping out into various areas outside into the uh, the narrows? Uh, the closest one does. The closest one definitely looks like it would pop out into another place space in the narrows. The further along you go, you realize that it's like taking a long while, but given that it's a straight shot, it's very likely that this leads like even to other districts but since it's a straight shot, as opposed to having to go through like traffic and other uh, alleyways and streets and stuff, that it's very likely that this could even span out even into the higher end quarter. Gotcha. All right. So she'll go ahead and make a note of that. And uh, she is going to hurry along back quickly. And uh, if and when she gets back up the trap door. <sighs> uh, seems like this individual has a number of places throughout the city to pop out of. Might not be the only one. Lovely. All right. Um, 
Well, I did some thinking and I think I can just do this here. It might be best for all um, if I did. Um, Solomon. I would like to use Ritual of Magic. Okay. Um, which it takes five rounds to prep. Um, I have to spend three stamina. So that puts me at... How do I get my stamina back? <laughs> I'm burning through um, it. Resting for the most part. Okay, cool. Um, so you guys watch as Nienna pulls um, pouches off of her belt. Um, takes out a couple pieces of chalk. Um, what looks like um, a few pieces of glass. Um, she pulls out one pouch and when she opens it and pulls out a couple of, of like yellowish stones that smell awful. Um, sulfur. Um, and then dust that makes the witcher's uh, pendant um, vibrate. My my spidey senses are tingling. As soon as, as, soon as she produces it. <laughs> um, Angela, do be uh, a, a shivering. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she'll take her time to to draw a rather ornate circle full of magical symbols on the floor, um, placing all of these items, sprinkling the dust through it um, at the end and murmuring the whole time. Um, and then that's that. I have ritual crafting, I'm assuming, is what I have to roll for this. That isn't that is correct. That is the skill. All right. And do I get my two from my focus? I will say that the focus is more for casting spells on the fly, but I will say that because it's it's so attuned to you, it will give you half of its bonus. Okay. All right, big money, no whammies. That is no whammies. 27, that's, no whammies that's very my good. Goodness. That's quite there good, go. yes. Please you do to, uh, make sure. Could you uh, say one more time what exactly the ritual is for? The ritual of magic creates a magic circle which bolsters magical tolerance, granting a bonus to vigor threshold equal to half the caster's ritual crafting skill value. This benefit is bestowed on the first person with magical ability to enter the circle and focus on it and last for five hours. Okay, so it will equal to half of your skill rank for ritual crafting to make it so that you can bump up your vigor that much more to put more stamina into the spell. Right, I think it seemed like it was meant to be protective. That's why I took it. Um, yeah, it, it, well, given your higher spell, the more vigor you put into it, the more the stronger you are, which will protect you a little bit better. Right. Um, and I also have. Um, I'm, I'm on the Archmage um, skill tree. Yeah. Which gives me a mage can roll magical training whenever they da, 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 sorry, I'm looking for the right thing. As a mage utilizes magic more and more, their body becomes more used to the flow. Every point a mage has an in-touch grants plus two points to your vigor threshold. I have two, so I have an extra plus four from that. Um, is it plus four or is it plus one? Because it's every two points gives you plus one. Every point a mage has in in-touch grants you plus two points to your vigor threshold. Okay, you're correct. My bad. I, I misheard. Yes. So plus four from that, um, and then an extra, is it round up or round down if something is half? I will say round up for when it's beneficial to you. Okay, and then plus three from the ritual. 
And then I'm going to step into the circle um, and everybody sees Nina's eyes kind of pulse and glow slightly with magic. Um, and the the spidey senses, witcher senses go all tingly again. Um, and then sh I'm going to cast Eilhart's Technique, um, which is named for its creator, Philippa Eilhart. This gruesome spell allows you to dig into a target's mind and tear out information. If you succeed on your spellcasting roll, you gain one piece of information from the target. If the target fumbles their defense, their int is reduced by one permanently. Whoa. Okay. Okay, then. That's Man, Philippa Eilhart doesn't fuck around. She does Hold not. the big guns. <laughs> um, so obviously I'm going for uh, the thing. Um, and, and I get my plus two from my focus for this, yes? Uh, yes, this will give you plus two because it's the spell. Okay. 26. Okay. Uh, his ro his uh, defense was not a fumble. Well, at least so his int is intact. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you... Like? Yeah, what does the spell exactly look like? Um... I can tell you right now, it looks like he is uh, throwing his head back in, like, and his eyes are rolling into the back of his head in agony. I, I, I mean, I don't. <laughs> so I know that the spell is at some point um, described in the books, but I have not gotten that far. So I don't, I don't know. Um, so we'll say that Nienna's version of the spell is that she um, locks eyes with him and her hands come up um, and there are... Um, kind of pulsing silver threads that stretch out from the tips of each of her fingers and like lock into either side of his temple. All right. And as they lock in, uh, his eyes go into the back of his head and his body begins to convulse. And Nienna, you are specifically looking for what piece of information? I want the mage's name. The mage's name. Throat, I love it. Okay. Mm -hmm. What'd you say, Overthinker? Great for the throat. I love it. <laughs> the mage's name that you get is Isildgar. And as you uh, have that revelation, I need you to make resist magic roll. Okay. Um, got is this. this where I get the bonuses from? This is where you will indeed get the bonuses from. Oh my goodness, what did I say my, my bonus is worth? Uh, four uh, from the thing and then seven. Four from right? Archmage and then oh. uh, another three from uh, your ritual. Seven total. Yeah, and you're yeah. getting a plus one, Saul said, from your focus. So that's eight total. Or, right. Yeah. Oh, no, wait, that's that that is for casting. That's not that's that's not for Vega. Oh, I thought you, he allowed Vega. you to include that. That's my bad. Yeah, I allowed you to include half of the bonus from your focus for the oh, ritual. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I didn't know it also imply applied to this, but I'll take it. Here we go. A twenty-nine! I'm okay. Maybe? 
<laughs> <laughs> I did it, I think. Help. <laughs> so, you get this name, and then everyone sees the silvery tendrils turn bright white, and they see flames begin to erupt fully around the Doppler. He oh. does not scream. He cannot scream as it started from within and burned without. Oh. And the flames lash through the tendrils against uh, Nienna's fingers. And she only takes two points of damage from the magical backlash of the contract burning away his in his entire inner being and lashing out to hit her as well. As it goes and, wrong, I jump in and like slash his throat. Just thinking his it might, suffering might be doing is something. ending that much quicker. Where is she do I know damage? Uh, there should be a, at the top of the sheet. There's an HP area or like hit point area. Oh yes, I see it. Okay. You rolled well enough that you took only a little, despite the roll being quite high. And you are left with a charred, uh, almost almost or fully decapitated head uh, uh, corpse. I will leave that to Irileth's decision. Half decapitated. Nearly headless, got it. Mm -hmm. And now Nienna is uh, feel, still feeling the burn against her fingers, and she can sense that there was something else looking back at her the moment that she found out the name. Um, as soon as the spell ends, Nienna, like, yanks back from where those tethers were, um... <laughs> And like cradles her hands against her body, like that, like her palms are are injured. Um, gives a little like yelp of pain. You okay? Um, mm -hmm, I'm fine. And she'll kind of look down at her hands, and her fingers are very clearly like blistered. Shit. That doesn't look good. Get some water on that. Some uh, salve or something. I'll, I'll be fine. Okay. Sigrun peeks out from behind Render, just hyperventilating a little bit and staring at the uh, newly cremated ash pile that used to be the Doppler. Did did, did it work? Yes. Yeah? Hmm. I know who the mage is. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, Sigrun, you all right? No, but... <sighs> nothing that a good drink can't solve. For sure. This guy had some, apparently some stuff we should take, and then, uh, yeah. Give me a sec. 
Yeah. I'm gonna find some oil real quick. Okay. He has uh, a few lamps around the place that aren't lit at the moment that have uh, oil in them and such, and some extra oil for when they run out. Perfect. Anything valuable we can steal? Give me a roll of awareness, please. Nineteen. You you look around and you find a few little bit like bits and baubles, like a de a decent uh, candle holder that looks like it's actually made of decent silver. And you find a small jewelry box that has nice. a couple pendants in it. Some of them, uh, one of them actually does have a like decently sized emerald as uh, on it. And you notice there are a few rings as well. Some of them look to be uh, rings that actually have like noble seals on them. Interestingly enough. Cool. I'll drop those into a bag. And as I usher the other two back out into the street, I'll kick over the oil and throw the lit lantern into it. All right. So you you head outside. Uh, Brynhilda and Phoenix see the others come outside and Irleth throws a lit lantern into a wooden house. What the devil are you fucking doing? Man was immolated. We gotta cover our tracks. What? Uh, Wait, like, what? looks like between Sigrin, <laughs> you, uh, seizing on his hands. He's telling uh, the are truth. You, are you okay? And, like, it just goes to towards, um, um, Nienna and, um, takes like a, a a small like cloth and like a um um like a little like the like like pouch of water and kind of dunks it over and puts it over her hands um, <sighs> should keep these cool thank you I'll be fine and we should get moving yes hmm Actually, can I try to roll some first aid on those hands? Uh, yeah, go ahead and give me, uh, I believe it's a craft roll. Mm -hmm. I only I, have a one, but it's I better would, than nothing. I would like to craft her some new hands, please. <laughs> <laughs> craft Check these hands. Out, Ma, you said I wouldn't amount to nothing. Craft a new hands. She's got baby hands now. Oh, like, if you're going to make me new hands, I want them to be silver, and you, I want you to call me Nwada. You got it. Uh, 17. That is enough. Uh, those burns are, like, first going on to second degree, but the you they're not bad enough that you can't really do anything, that you can't really do anything about them. You can, like, wrap them up in uh, cool gauze and with uh, water to begin helping to heal them, it will still take a little bit of time. Here, but you've got to drive away. They won't like the blisters won't uh, burst and they won't get infected or anything. I got an extra pair of gloves for you. Put these on over them. <laughs> Nienna will take the gloves and we'll put them on, but it looks like she's a little bit on autopilot. Yeah. Um, her, her, her mind is clearly elsewhere because there's no way a mage would agree to put on blacksmith's gloves. 
um, normally, <laughs> because they need their fingers to be able to make all those weird movements and whatever. Yeah, they are very much five times your size, so it's a little, it's a little goofy. Yeah, wearing it's, like, it's like a little kid holding on dad's gloves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, looks for Nilla. Where to? Or yeah, all of you, honestly. Where to? Well, if we have the mage's name now. We should probably head back to the Lost Pine Room and uh, start discussing our next plan of action. What's the mage's name? Probably not something we should be mentioning out in the open. Also, we're, we're sitting next to a house that's actively burning. It's not. Oh, when we get a couple blocks away, I'm going to turn around and yell fire as loud as I can so that people have time to put it out before other buildings catch. Alrighty then. Yeah, you are able to get uh, away from the place and yell fire, and you see everyone immediately dropping what they're doing and going to take care of the fire. Like, there's, even though the Narrows is not exactly great, there is enough community here and enough people all working together to make sure that what they have, as little as it is, doesn't get fucked, fucking destroyed. Mm. So, uh, yeah, they're able to very much easily take care of it. So back to the body bar guests and the pine room. Before we do, Brunhilde, didn't you know another Doppler in the neighborhood? I do. I can, um, I can meet you guys, uh, don't. If, if the others are involved and we go showing up, they'll break the contract early. And that won't be the first party that gets burnt tonight. I'm sorry, are we saying that's bad? Yes. A, a rough dozen guys decide to do duty kidnapping work for some mage and I mean. It's not that simple. Seems pretty simple. Kidnappers. You're, you're uh, rushing into this can burn all of our leads immediately. Mm -hmm. We have a name. Let's talk about it and then go and from it, there. It's what the mage would do. Fine, we'll go back. I'm just saying. If these Dopplers are our leads, then burning them sounds like a solution. Um, are do we pass by Karo's house at all? Yeah, you know that he generally stays in like a it's not even a full on shack. It's more like he just sort of like lives in an alleyway where he has a little lean to. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can tell that he is there because you see him like poke his head out and he's currently got the his, he currently actually doesn't have a guise on. He kind of just looks like a ginger who got beat with the ugly stick. Mm hmm. And he just like peeks his head out, looks out and sees you and his eyes go wide, but he just stares at you like and tilts his head questioningly. Uh, if they if we're able to make eye contact, um, she'll just she'll make eye contact with him and then like 
roll her eyes back slightly to like kind of like make a gesture towards the house that's currently on fire and then back it's gonna like raise a brow and he will uh just shake his head and then uh go back into his lean-to mm-hmm understood I don't know if the Dopplers who are under this contract know each other, but it seems like my friend doesn't know him. Back to the Borges then. Sorry, you go ahead. I was just staying back to the bar guest. All right. So you head back to the body bar guest. It is much later in the evening now. It's to the point where uh, anyone who is still here, either they're working to clean up or settle down for the evening, there aren't even really any patrons left. It's gotten to the point where it's pretty much just the workers cleaning up and making sure that everything else is taken care of for the day. Uh, Ma- uh, Mother Kay is actually out and about and looks to Irileth as he, uh, you all come back in. Irileth, we're going to have to move the body eventually. Uh, I'll come up, give a half bow. Ms. Kay. Yes, yes, I, I, I could tell. Well, that's good. So could we. Problem solved. We can move him tomorrow. Good. Or yeah, I'll take care of it. Good boy. She's got any next of kin? I believe that I believe that uh, her next of kin is actually northwards. I'll send letter and her payments. Sigrun, Phoenix, Brunhilda. Lady Niena, pleasure to see you all again. Hello there. Niena will just give a little nod. I've went ahead and allotted the pine room to you all for the foreseeable future. You can use it as you need. Thank you. Much appreciated, ma'am. Need anything before we uh, retire? Only a promise that you'll make sure that the that whoever is the cause of all this is taken care of. The cause soon. I have been in this long enough to know that there that it's not so simple as just one person grabbing children. Diana just sort of goes a little paler and turns and walks up the stairs. All right. I'll cut hands off later. You go, you want the head? You get the head. And I'll head upstairs with a drink. Yep. Uh, I'm guessing you're going for the harder stuff. Oh, yeah. 
Mahakam brandy it is, or Mahakam whiskey. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Sigurd will do the same and follow up with Render. And everyone heads up to the Pine Room. Mm-hmm. Well, that was something. It was. Right, now that we're all settled in and cozy, what was the name of that mage? Um... Before I tell you, I should give all of you the opportunity to step away from this. Isn't a safe name to know. And they... They will be a... um, Difficult and dangerous quarry. She'll kind of look around to make sure that nobody is leaving. Or to give people the opportunity to decide to leave because they don't want to know what I'm about to tell them. No offense, Nana, but you think I'd be walking around this entire city in a show like this and make have a choice not to. For the children. I do look great in the shirt, though. Anyone? I was thinking mm-hmm. it. Appreciate you. Yeah. Mm. Um, his name is Isilga. Cool. Can we roll to see if we know who that is? Actually, uh, I'd like were... to ask directly if uh, Sigrin knows that name or remembers it. Give me a roll of, let's just go with, let's say, uh, intelligence and empathy. Just roll 1d10 and add those two stats together. Okay. Is that for all of us? This is specifically for Sigrun. Okay. Okay, that is going to be 21 total. Sigrun. Mm-hmm. This is not someone you don't know what they look like. You don't know their race or anything. That is a name that has been burned into your memory from that event. You all see the color vanish from her skin. Sweat begins to bead almost viscerally on her forehead, and the drink in her hand drops and shatters as she falls back against the wall, and her vision goes glassy. Jesus. <laughs> no, it's not. It, 
lying. I'm not. No one wants it to be anyone else more than I do. Oh. Oh, gods. Oh, she's all the way out here. Oh. Will you sit in a chair? Good god. Please. I'll do whatever the hell I fucking want. And she's she's going to sink down uh, to the floor and just kind of ball up while uh, Render kind of half curls himself around her protectively. Yeah, he is busy whining at the moment. Nana, he says with like a an inflection that is, I need an explanation now. I don't know why she's behaving like that. The uh, name you recognize at all? Oh yes. That's why I warned you. There were. There was not a. Not someone to undertake making an enemy lightly. Irileth is an older fellow and he's been around the world. Has he encountered this person before? Did I roll with, or have I heard of him? Uh, let's go a same roll uh, for memory as uh, what we did for Sigrun. Intelligence and empathy. That's going to be upwards of a 20. Okay. The name is not anything you attach any like like intense knowledge or uh, understanding to. But you've heard total. the name, especially in uh, Scoia'tael circles. Like whenever they would get, uh, whenever they might uh, send in elves to sort of investigate or like infiltrate Scoia'tael's rings, you, like. Either you or some of your buddies would do it, and they would bring back information about uh, a sage known as Isilger. Not a mage, which is just any sort of elf that does magic, a specifically a sage, one who is much older and much more powerful. Oh. Huh. Interesting. I haven't heard that name in... Fuck, 30, 40 years? Used to be a big shot with the Scoia'tael. Though, I gather that's not where y'all know him from. Uh, quick reminder, GM. Where does... Um... Sigrun remember him from? Where Where did that all take place? Uh, it took place in the Northern Kingdoms. It took place in uh, uh, Redania. Gotcha. Yeah. Real, real old fucker. Like magical, but like next level magical. And he has used that power to do absolutely heinous things. Yeah. Fits the profile. Saul? Does any of this yes. match up with the person that I know? 
uh, from the time from what time you've spent with him? Uh, no. I mean, I've spent a lot of time with him. Yes. But there was a lot yeah. of time where you also were separated from doing other things uh, as well. Yeah, what do you know about him, Nina? I'm beginning to wonder if we know the same person. I mean, powerful, yes, that I'll agree with, but he was... Nina will just sort of... She looks a little lost. Um, he wasn't a kidnapper of children. Not in the context that I knew him, no. He was my... Like a resistance kingpin? No. Iselga is my mentor, and... Throughout my entire magical training. And, um... When I left school, he became my lover. Don't suppose I, you know where we can find him. I knew he was to some degree involved with the square top, but he has never shown an ounce of cruelty around me. He's always been kind. I mean, a bit strict and a little overbearing, but kind. Even a wolf can wear sheep's clothing. I've known him for nearly a hundred years. Were you ever with him when he was in Redania? Solomon? No. That was a point in which he said he had to uh, maneuver uh, anger and cruelty away from the elven population. He left and said that he would be back after ensuring that the that the elves of Redania were a bit more protected. No, I was here um, furthering my own studies. He said that the tides of public sentiment had turned against our people and he was going to try to lessen that. Sigrin chuckles brokenly and there are tears streaming down her cheeks as she rests her head back. Well, that would... That would explain a few things. The man that I know who bears that name bore that name with fear on the lips of anyone who served him in Redania, power or peon. He had connections to everyone. And he kicked off one of the most horrific pogroms in Redania that claimed the lives of both of my parents. 
claimed the lives of nearly every dwarf that I knew in that godforsaken land. What's a pogrom? A racial cleansing. Oh. <clears throat> Frankly, the only soul that I know that was spared is myself and my sister. That's it. There was no resistance, no groups, and any that would have gone up only would have lasted for a day, maybe two. The way he gets his hands around people is insidious and quick and horrifying. If he has come here, and if he is behind what is happening with these children, God, I can't even begin to imagine what he is plotting. This doesn't add up at all. What do you mean? Uh, well, given two accounts of what we think is maybe the same person. Neither of the neither versions of that person, as far as I can tell, would just kidnap children. Might. And using might, but and also using Dopplers as an intermediary to make it, and then having what Sigrun discovered as a huge tunnel system going underneath the narrows. The man kicked off a mass killing of dwarves for a fucking political maneuver. I don't think kidnapping children is <laughs> very above that's, him. That's what I'm saying. We need to verify that these, this is all the same person. Yes. Don't lose your mind about thinking what he might have turned into. And like, he says that looking at Nienna, because we don't know that yet. But if you can contact him in any way. Yeah. Yeah, if you could find out maybe where he's staying, that'd be super helpful. Unless... You forget that he knows that I know now. Well, it seems like nobody yeah. better. What kind of terms did the two of you part on? We're lovers to this day. I mean, it's been a minute, a, a bit before we've seen each other, since we've seen each other, but that's not uncommon for mages. We, um, we have appointings and, and, and responsibilities that we have to see to. 
and very, very long lives. Mm. All right. Um, Solomon. Yes. How would I go about getting in touch with him? And do I know if he is anywhere near here last I heard? Last you heard, he had gone back to uh, Doblathana, to the Elven homelands. But you, as his lover and confidant, have a way to contact him. He gave you a uh, token that you could use with a ritual in order to speak with him. He will. It won't summon him there but it will give you a way to converse as if you were in the same room for a short while, at least. It would just require you to burn what is effectively a small lock of his hair tied with mistletoe and holly. And it would be able to essentially make it so he, he would appear before you in a way and you could speak to him while the candle burns down. Is it safe to say that I would have some of that with me? Or would I need to go back to the palace to get it? I would say that you could carry it with you if you wished. Okay. Um, Nienna will kind of nod a little bit and she'll move like she's going to grab something and then remember that she's got the stupid fucking gloves on. Um, and she will, <laughs> she will she will take them off um, and very you notice that when she moves throughout all of this she is moving very purposefully and very deliberately um, nothing is is no action is taken for granted she sort of takes them off very carefully she puts them together and then she moves over to hand them to Phoenix um, before you get started if you want to rest for the night. I won't be able to sleep. I know. Just an offer. Yeah, but... Um, would it... Would it be too much to ask to have the room? Nods and he just walks out. Not at all. I don't think I'd want to be around here for this anyways. Come on, Render. You're going to talk to him. I have to. Will he be able to see the room? No, I don't believe so. Then I'll stay. Will I be able to see him? What you know of the ritual, it would be more that you are basically able to see in some sort of like mental space where you can see each other but can't see much of anything else around you and others would not be able to see and they would just, they would only hear like your side of the conversation as you actually speak the words you won't be able to see or hear him you'll only be able to hear my side of the conversation and I won't be able to see you see then I'm gonna turn it I will, um, go and tend to the, um, to the other two. All right. 
and um, she'll rest one hand on Nina's shoulder and just give it a very gentle squeeze before walking out. Um, okay. Nina will finish. She will pull out all of the things that she needs. The lock of hair. She will, I'm assuming, um, go to the like where there are extra candles, um, like on a sideboard or whatever, um, and bring it over um, to the table. She'll pull out uh, a little bundle of his hair, um, and it is very obviously diligently tended to. Like she doesn't just like shove it in a pocket and forget about it. Um, it is still just as silky and. and untangled as it was when she was when he gave it to her um and she will wrap it around you said it was holly and something else mistletoe yeah um wrap it very carefully around holly and mistletoe with a little piece of um kind of purple blue ribbon um that is the same color as the ribbons that hold uh the braids in her hair um, and then she will light the candle, light the bundle, and set it down in a, uh, like on a little plate thing, um, next to the candle and let herself go into that mental space. The flame burns away the token and the flame on the candle becomes the same color as the ribbons. And you open your eyes and you are back in Dolblathana. You are in his quarters, his study. And he is set beside you by a roaring hearth. I will take a moment, as I always do when I use this spell, um, and he happens to be here. Um, take a moment to just sort of look around, because um, Nana physically hasn't been back to Dolblathana since she left school. Um, and then I will turn to look at him. I would say good evening, but it seems that uh, that is out of the question at the moment. Why? Nienna, you are beyond darling to me. Beyond dear to me. There is not a language that could truly describe how I feel for you. But this is something that must be done. Why? A 
if I explain more to you, if I bring you into this, then you will be implicated in sin just as much as I. I am already in this. Nothing I say will stop the others from, from coming for you, and I have a duty, and I have to know why. It is for the good of the continent, the good of the entirety of this world. Oh. There is a it is there is a purpose here. I do not do things I do nothing for no purpose. You know this. You. But I don't see how taking children from their homes and the families who love them and doing gods only know what with them can serve anyone. It will, and you will understand if you give me time. I, I can't do that. You can. You cannot put me in this position. Try to play upon my feelings for you. Then ignore them for the moment. And let us speak as associates. As fellows in magic and in the wish for the betterment of the entirety of the continent. There is a purpose to this, but if I tell you what it is, it won't work. That is a very... Prophecies must be adhered to. Prophecies. You are not the only one who has received such a gift. I, I put me in an impossible situation. As prophecies tend to do, yes. Answer me one question. Does this have to do with what is happening to the Lord's Son? He holds for a moment and takes another deep breath and closes his eyes before opening them again. Yes. He was trying too hard to learn what he what he is not permitted to understand what is beyond him. The boy will not die, so long as he stays where he is. They know your name. 
the ones I'm working with. Did you really... Are you really responsible for the deaths of so many dwarves? Yes. It is not something I am proud of, but it was either one dwarven settlement or every elf slaughtered. I chose what was better for our people. Does all of Does all of this have anything to do with what I told you? Mienna. You're the only person I've ever told. It has everything to do with what you've told me. Some prophecies can be intertwined, like lovers. Unfortunately, mine is the greater burden to carry. You have no idea how painful all of this is for me. I don't have words for it. You were my hero. You realize that? You were the person who taught me that I didn't have to go back to my mother and her plans for me that I could choose a different life and a different path, and I did. And I wouldn't have had the strength to do that without you. And now I find out all of this. And I find it out because of the things you taught me. Despite all that will come, I'm proud of you, Nienna. And I will never stop being proud of you. You have to stop. You have to stop taking them. I will. Soon. I've found out what I must, what I need, and I know how better to complete what must be done. Are they alive? They are. They are alive. What will happen to them? 
they will serve a great purpose in the years to come. Greater than whatever their station may have been before. I know you're not going to tell me the whys, and I won't ask again. Is there anything else I should be aware of? There is one thing. The child of your prophecy. I have done more divination. I've learned more about the winds and a bit of the house. It is yet to be born, Nyana. All right. And when it will be born is apparently dependent on you. What? Our time is running short. The candle's almost gone. And you can look down and see that on like a little table between the two of you, the candle is nearly burnt out completely. What do you mean, me? It's dependent on me. Yenna, you know that prophecies don't tend not to come true if you spoil them. I do. Then I ask you to trust me at least for that, that you are integral to it. All right. can't slow them down. I can't give you time. I'm not asking you to. I'm not asking you to betray them in any way. You must do what you think is right, as I must. All right. She'll kind of look down at the candle and with the last couple sputters of the flame, we'll just gasp out, I love you. I love you too, Nian. And then his vision and the vision of Doblathana will fade away and you are back in the pine room. She'll kind of, you know, 
collapse, sobbing. As we expected. Mm. Okay. Saul? Yes. We are... Everyone is able to find Nienna if they wish, or if they have turned in, then Nienna is able to turn in as well. Uh, I think, given the circumstances, Phoenix would have gone back to the tooth and nail um, because he knows he he's going to need some shit for this. Fair enough. What exactly are you going back for? Um, heading back, uh, he will um, uh, I will go through the back door and directly into his forge because he knows the old man is probably sleeping. Um, passed out. So he'll go to the uh, side room of the shop where he keeps uh, the storage of his weapons that he hasn't put out for sale. Um, and he'll light a candle and go over to a a chest uh, and open it up uh, and like lowers the candle into it and you just see like like a glow meeting his face. Um, well, he thinks of what he needs. Oh, then it'll turn in for the night afterwards. Okay. After a... For some, actually likely for most, restless evening, everyone is able to meet back at the body bar guest and at the pie room whenever they are ready and able. I think you're a lot thing. Yeah. Yeah on his way to bed uh, he would just that item I sent to you I'm going to like write down the amount that I need and give it to Madam K like I don't think I have the resources to get this but I'm pretty sure you do if you want it done I want it done right can we make that happen uh my, uh, Mother K will look at it and look back at you and nod. I will pull some strings. It may take a day or two, but it will happen. All right. And then I go upstairs to probably Saffron. She's a good listener, and I've got a fair amount to talk about before we pass out. Fair enough. I think Sigrun would probably just be drinking the night away at this rate. Fair enough.
and I uh, I was told that uh, like that legacy has stepped away for the moment. So we will go ahead and move on to the next day. Um, if nobody came to get Nana after she sort of cried um, until she couldn't cry anymore, I think she'd probably actually go back to the go back to the the castle and sleep in her chambers. A reasonable amount of privacy in, you know, a tub. <laughs> yeah. Gotta wash off the ugly cry. Mm-hmm. Um, and the next day she will show up in fresh clothes, freshly bathed, makeup on, she looks collected. Fair enough. And everyone is back once again at the Pine Room. Yeah. Um, uh, Phoenix would open the door and he's got a big fucking bundle in his hands. It's like, all right, you're all paying for me to the, uh, you gotta pay for me. You gotta pay for these. Oh, God, I had a long night of sharpening and figuring it out. All right. Uh, oh shit! You. It's winter solstice. Airlift. Yeah. Uh, and he opens the bun- uh, uh, the bundle, and he just kind of gestures to uh, three different things from you. Um, pick your poison. You get one. And he points to uh, three silver swords. Hell yeah. Uh, I will evaluate them and pick something that's probably more fast than, like, heavy. You're gonna help me for that later. Yeah. Uh... Sugan, Yana, I don't know what you would prefer, but I have some several small, small arms. Small arms, if you choose. Uh, I, I don't need silver, but thank you. Of course. Uh, anything that I can um, use for my fists would be preferable. I think I can whip up something like that. I'd be much appreciated. I don't know what we have coming for us, but these are small donations for now. Right? <laughs> I am running a business. Like, smiles half to himself before rolling them back up. But it's the least I can do. What's that? How much do you need to pay for them? Nothing right now. It's for the kids. I'm asking you what it cost you to make them. Uh, he just, he's good. Uh, he just like smiles at her. It's like, it cost me some blood, sweat, and tears. But for right now, that's enough. And he'll roll them back up and tuck them off to the side. The ones that no one took. When Brunella gets here, I'll see if uh, she wants a replacement. Enough. I appreciate the gesture, Nana, but 
I was a stubborn idiot. Um, too kind for my own good sometimes. You'll have to forgive me. Pretty sweet. It's a nice sword. I know. So, uh, what did we learn? Oh, you're staticking a little bit. It's just background noise. Um, not much that can be of help. I can tell you he's not here. Yeah. He went home. Or he's home. Where's home? Or Blasana. Right. And what of his involvement in what's been going on, as well as the other works? Is this the same person? Yes. God. No, that's... I mean, that's a good thing. It means we know a lot about him. To be fair, most of it is that he's strong, but still. What exactly does he want with the children, though? He wouldn't tell me. He's going through a lot of work to get them. They are alive. Oh, good. That's good. Did he mention how long it would, how long it would, they would stay that way? If there's... He was not giving on details. Um, what I can tell you is that from what I could glean, um, destiny is at play here. <laughs> it is god it truly would be with someone like him sig did you sleep mm. define sleeping well if, if you consider getting blackout drunk and then passing out until morning, then yes, I did sleep, in a manner of speaking. Um, you know that doesn't count. But, uh... So he's in Dolblathana, though. He is. He is. I haven't been back to Dolblathana since I left. Did you see the sun? Um, or the no. Moon? We were inside. No windows. 
none that I was looking at here at that. Too busy focusing on someone who truly believes they have a destiny behind them. And there are few less dangerous than them. Or more yeah, of heart. Okay, so we know for a fact now that he is involved in the goings-on in this city. How does this connect to... Uh, who is it? The, the kid who's fallen ill? He will recover. He just has to stay where he is for now. Apparently he stumbled on the trail of what was happening and was digging too deeply. So he knows something. He was trying to learn something. He had found out what your boy's up to. Your boy put him out of action. Uh, either that or he simply just got too close for comfort. My suspicion is that he got too close for comfort. If he knew, um, I don't think he'd be alive. I mean, we know. I have a feeling we yes, but barely know much of anything. We are a fair sight more difficult to inflict on. So, yeah. Yeah, no. What? When do we leave? Oh. Well, we know where he is. We know where he is. When I spoke to him, he can create portals. He can go anywhere, almost. As powerful as he is. He could have gone to Doblathana when I when he knew that I knew. Even beyond that, he is well-connected in a manner that I have yet to see in all my times living in this realm. I... We, I understand that, but we have to start somewhere. And we knew he was there. Every trail starts at one location or another. And if we have a lead to where he was, even as recently as a few hours ago, it's a start. I'm not saying, I'm... <clears throat> I don't know magic, but I do know we have to stop this as soon as possible. I'm just, I just, these are just ideas. Because the only thing I'm hearing from and, everyone is that we need to kill him or stop him. As you say that, uh, the door opens and Brynhilda is able to step inside. Sorry, I'm, I'm late. Um, had to take care of some personal business. Anything related to uh, all of this? I rather not get into it right now um what 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 did i what did i miss 
Well, we basically all but confirmed that the man that I knew and the one that is our mage's lover are one and the same, essentially. Was. Either way, this does not bode very well for us, considering the amount of resources and connections that are available to him, even beyond his mastery of magic. That's what I wanted to ask. He destroyed it. He killed a bunch of people, but he didn't, like, show up and throw fire out of the sky, right? He made no. other people do it for him? It wasn't... He... She'll kind of glance at Sigrun. There is no gentle way to put this. Please understand that my words are not my personal feelings on the matter. She'll slowly nod and is biting down on her lower lip as if to brace herself. Our, our people. Um, she'll kind of look back at Irileth. We're on the verge of being wiped out completely in that region. He made a calculated decision to sacrifice a um, was it was it a village, Solomon? Is that what he called it? It was a dwarven like settlement, but it was actually closer to like almost like a ghettos area. Sacrifice a, a settlement of dwarves in order to save all of the elves in the region. God. I knew that he was involved with the squirrels. I, I've always known that. I grew up knowing people like that. I He has no hatred of humans, but an immense amount of love for his people. And every time there's another massacre of our kind, I see a piece of him get chipped away. And I'd... so he decided that this time it had to be my people. I'm sorry. I didn't know. It's not your fault. Please don't apologize. Honestly, I, <laughs> I can't imagine what you're going through right now. Cut this short, but as I was discussing, I was saying when you go up to Brunhilde, time is short. We have an old vocation of where he is. In the past 24 hours, we need to figure out how to approach this because we can figure out how to stop the immediate kidnappings in this area. But do we work towards that? There's no quick us? way to get there, Phoenix. I, I can't take us there. And unfortunately, the kidnappings will stop here and start somewhere else. 
that I'm aware of, but... No, that's a definite. Like I said, I'm aware of that, but we have to start somewhere. Wait, how do you know that? I would yeah. rather not talk about it. I don't... If I had to bear my soul, so do you. How do you know that they would start back up? Because I was told with under no I was told that he had learned what he needed because people like him won't stop at just knowledge so you're making an assumption people died at this man's hand no matter the well, reason. my hand. And yours. I don't kill people. I told you this before, airlift. Don't laugh. They come in all shapes and sizes. To sort of refocus our discussion, you mentioned that he knew what he needed. He didn't tell me what that was. Oh, damn it. All I know is that he had explored some divination and had experienced a prophecy. And that this is all tied to that somehow. But because when you go telling everyone everything about a prophecy, it tends to not come true. He wouldn't tell me more than that. So he's stealing kids with uh, a little bit of destiny to him. Possibly. I, d I don't know. I mean... I mean, he's not just stealing any kid. Maybe he is, but I feel like we should find out. I don't think it's just any. If it was just any, there were, there would have been much easier targets than the boy at um, here. Yeah. That was quite risky to send one of them here. I also just want to float again. Um, we know there's more than four and less than twelve Dopplers bound to his will. Maybe we don't have to kill all of them. Maybe we lock them up. But as long as they're out there, if he tells them to kill us, they'll try to do it. We do also have a partial lead. I, uh, I don't know how useful the Lord's son will be, but if he had a spell or a curse cast on him for a reason, maybe he might have some insight that we haven't quite yet uncovered. Something that'll help us. It would be difficult to question him. 
There is... Does breaking I believe... his magic get easier because you know who cast it? In theory, I, I understand his magic more than I would understand others. Um, I don't know all of the details. And again, he was very insistent that as long as the Lord's son stays where he is, he would get better. Me trying to lift the effects. I don't know what the backlash could be. Well, he immolated the last one from the inside out, so... Last one was under a, a, a contract. I understand, but it's not literally play with fire again. Uh, Saul. Yes. Just out of curiosity, how long of a trip would it be from like a horse-drawn cart to uh, the mage's home and her residence? Yeah. To Dolbothana, uh, weeks, I believe. Oh, Dolbothana's yeah, okay. uh, way out there. Kind of figured as much. Okay, just wanted to know. Well, I think I got a business pit to run for Lady K. She's helping me, uh, putting together some solutions here. Of course. And if you, gestures to, uh, Brunhilda, you've still got a contact to hit up. Maybe do that. Maybe we find out if all these kids had something in common. Hit the various parents, talk to them, be like, You know, what were they like? Who's the other parent? Tell me about you. Wait a minute. Were all these single parents? Maybe. Everything that you've seen so far would cor corroborate that. A singular, a single elven father, the, uh, Fisherman father down by the down by the river, and then Mina. They're all single parents. What the fuck does that mean? It might mean that they are attacking or taking children who are less susceptible to protection. It's easier to kidnap a kid that has one parent versus two. But not easier no. to walk into a place like this and steal a child, which is what they did last night. It is through a window. It's... I don't think it's about easy. No, nor do I. It's all about destiny. Fuck this. I'm gonna go talk to that man. Um, Ronelda, there's, uh, silver swords and weaponry in that bundle over there. I'm going down to the narrows and finding the Sullivan man and see if we can get details on his attacker. Right on. Um. You get, it puts a cigarette, you 
I'm not saying sleep, but sober up a bit. It's dangerous. And there are some fisticuffs in there if you wish to use them. Um, and I guess we would just ask your lord, Quentin, uh, Nienna, and uh, Brunilda, what the next course of action he'd like you to take, given the new information that his son will eventually get better if he doesn't move. One of us should go with you. Um, elves are not inclined to talk to humans easily. I wouldn't worry about that too much. And yet I do. Considering the last elf I introduced you to, you were quite rude. She'll stand up. Yes. I was rude because I wanted information quickly. I'll be fine. I'm going with you. I cannot sit His here. letter. Just, just say yes, man. No, I'm just remembering the stubbornness comment I made earlier. Come along. And he uh, grabs a silver-tipped hammer from his bundle and walks out the door. Alrighty. With everyone beginning to file out and to their own various tasks, we will go ahead and end the story for there, at there, for now. <laughs>